This is a podcast from Minute Media. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, time running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Oakland Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why, thank you, Brent Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Welcome to episode number 231 of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate everybody everybody joining us live tonight. I uh, appreciate so many of you that are in the amazing chat room uh, live here on the YouTubes. America, go to the YouTube right now. Absolutely. Go check us out there. We are live every Wednesday night at 6 o'clock Central. That is 4 p.m. Pacific. That is 7 on the East Coast. Uh, Paul's in there waking up with us from the U.K. What time is it in the U.K., Paul? It's like spring there. Um, anyway, so Paul's in there. Lee B. is in there. Tyrone Graves, Michelle Sweat. Uh, Martin is in there. Uh, Wyoming Raider is in there. Uh, uh, Ebony Graves is in there. Uh, Tyrone Graves. Zach Brewer. Uh, Lalo Meloso is in there. B. Al is in there. Jeffrey is in there. Bam Raider. What's up, Bam Raider? Representing uh, Music City Raider Nation. Um, so many of our good friends are in there tonight. Kiljadis. Uh, I can't scroll all the way through. And, and I'm, I'm here by myself. I'm doing a little, little podcast selfie, so it's a little quiet here in the fan cave. It's just us, man. And you know, I don't typically, uh, this is not my comfort zone. Uh, this show is built on uh, on, on the, the conversation that happens uh, between myself, the legendary Uncle Mosh, my co-host that adorns the one annex of the cave, and then, of course, uh, my best friend Swag Jeff, who adorns the other annex. Uh, but Mosh could be here tonight. He's, he's a little under the weather, uh, so he wants to get well before Christmas, and then, uh, and then Swaggo's got some family stuff going on. But we had a huge win this week, so I didn't want to, like, not do a show. I had it already ready to go anyway, so I figured I could just jump on here, do a little podcast selfie, uh, jump in with the chat, and uh, of course, you know, because the interaction, yeah, I'm, I'm by myself, but I like to be able to at least interact with the chat best I can and, uh, and, and converse with you all there, so thank you so very, very much. Oh, Paul says it's 12.05, so that's, I guess, lunchtime? Like, okay, right on. So is it, are you having, like, lunch beers? <laughs> I mean, are you off work? Are you able to have lunch beers? Um, but yeah, so thank you so very much. As I mentioned, this is episode number 231 of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, we are part of the fan-sided network and just blog baby. We, we are the official Raiders podcast of those two uh, entities, so please uh, patronize them uh, best you can. And if you're listening there on the website, uh, please seek us out. We have an audio version of this podcast that you can find on any podcast service. And then, as I mentioned, you can find us on the YouTubes. All you got to do is search for Raiders Fan Radio. If you search for Raiders Fan Radio anywhere, 
You can find us. You can find the show. And we appreciate you so very, very much and all your support. Um, so, yeah, the season still matters, man. we got a lot to talk about. I've got to, we got to get this thing done in 90 minutes tonight because i got a date. Hubba, hubba. Um, so we're going to get in and out. We're not going to have a marathon show. But we got a ton to get to, so we're going to be flying through it. I, I, I talk fast and I talk too much anyways, and I'm going to be on motor mouth tonight. So, so, um, so y'all hang in there with me and, uh, and love the chat room. Thank you so very, very much. Oh, Paul says he's in bed. <laughs> okay. Oh, so it's 1205 at night. See, I'm so stupid. Okay. Uh, so I mentioned it's episode number 231 of Raiders fan radio and my best friend and yours, uh, always takes our episode number and ties it back to something significant within Raider nation. So being, this is 231 swag. Jeff was over earlier today and recorded this. Hey, what's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy Swag Jeff coming at you with episode number 231 of Raiders Fan Radio. Each and every week, I take a significant moment in Raider history and relate it back to the episode number. And this one, we're going back to uh, to one of the glory times, 1984. 1984, and we're going to highlight wide receiver number 85, Daryl Doki Williams. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had, uh, back in 84, he had 22 receptions for 509 yards and four touchdowns, including a 75-yard strike. He averaged 23.1 yards per reception in 1984. Yeah, man. Thanks, Doki. Nice job, Swaggo. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. All right, there you go, Swag Jeff. Appreciate you, Swag Jeff. Always coming with the amazing uh, Raider knowledge, and uh, and great job on that, as always. All right, um. So before we get into the, you know, here at the top of the show, before we get into kind of the, you know, the meat of what we do around here, which is talk about Raiders football, let's take a second to celebrate the reason for the season. Let's take a moment to recognize, arguably, the greatest event that's ever taken place on the history of the, of the planet, the ultimate show of grace, forgiveness, kindness, the blessing that was, was passed down for a woman in Foley, Alabama shall be I shall conceive and become with child, and she shall name him Kenny. And on December 25th in 1945, the great Kenny Stabler was born, bringing redemption to the Oakland Raiders and bringing us our first Super Bowl championship. So just want to celebrate uh, Kenny Stabler and that and, and tell him happy birthday. Also, happy birthday, Uncle Mosh. Uncle Mosh, is, his birthday is tomorrow. And so uh, we appreciate, um, uh, of course, the legendary Uncle Mosh and the legendary Kenny Stabler. Hit the button, Murph. Just press the damn button, nerd. I'm trying. Woo! Hey, Raider Nation! You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tak. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh my God, if that wasn't enough. 
If that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Good. All right, appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate you checking out uh, episode number two thirty one of Raiders Fan Radio. I'm probably uh, I'm probably headed south for my blasphemy there just a minute ago. It's just jokes. It's just jokes. I'm all about Merry Christmas and, and celebrating the real reason for all of it. Holy shit! <laughs> Sorry, and then I just say that. Kill Jadis. Thank you so very very much. Wow, mind effing blown, bro. Kill Jadis just dropped a two hundred dollar freaking super chat. In the in the on the YouTube's um, unreal. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we have a foundation around here. It's our nonprofit. It's called the One Nation Foundation, and all the money that we get from this show, one hundred percent of it goes to the One Nation Foundation. And um, gosh, so that two hundred bucks, man, is going to go to some incredible, incredible causes, uh, including the Bolitnikov Foundation. Um, we're we're thinking about some other new ones for next year. You know, there's a lot of cool Raider charities like Waller's Foundation is awesome. Uh, Trent Sig has one, the Fletcher Foundation. So there's some fantastic ones out there that we're going to look to partner with. But so I can't, that's humbling. Like that is insane, Kill Jadis. Thank you. He says, hey guys, I'm on the road today with the wife going even farther north into Alaska to see the folks. Here's a Christmas present for you, RFR. Have a very Merry Christmas. Stay safe out there. Catch y'all later. And Macho Raider Savage wants me to tell you, oh, yeah. Brother, that is insane. Will you DM me uh, or send me a, send me an email, murph at raidersfanradio.com. Send me your address. I want to send you a, a thank you gift for that. That is just insane, dude. Thank you very, very. And you all are. Look, I was telling my son, my son, Tristan, he's home from the Navy. Uh, thankfully, we get him home for Christmas uh, before he goes on a, on a long deployment. And so we're really thankful to have him here. And anyways, we were talking about the foundation and we were kind of talking about what we've been doing with it this year and the money we've raised and the, the other people we partnered with and, and the amazing generosity of all the listeners of Raiders Fan Radio. You guys are so freaking kind. And, uh, and, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you to, to not only kill Jadis, but throughout the course of the year, everyone that's given to this show to give to the One Nation Foundation. Um, our goal next year, we raised, so we raised about 12 grand this year in total. We raised 2,000 bucks our first year. We raised about 12 grand this year. We're looking to, I want to hit 20. 20 grand is my, is, 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 I haven't talked to guys about it yet, but that's kind of like my vision. He, Tristan asked me today, my son, when he was in here, he was like, what do you want to do next year? And I'm like, I think we hit 20 grand. And so um, anyways, and so I cannot thank you enough for that. Uh, appreciate you very, very much. All right, so, here at Raiders Fan Radio, this is like the flagship show on the network, uh, what we do every Wednesday. Now, but we also have a show called Flashback. It's Silver and Black Flashback. It's hosted by our good friend Rich Schmelter, who's the author of the Raiders Encyclopedia. Uh, definitely check out that show. It'll be on the same audio podcast feed. Um, this week, he does uh, the Sea of Hands. He says the Sea of Hands ends a dynasty. And, of course, talking about the, uh, the, the Miami Dolphins that were so amazing in the early uh, part of the 70s. So we appreciate uh, our buddy Rich, and definitely check that show out. All right, um, a little bit of a sad note uh, here at at, uh, at the top of the show. You know, we're pretty silly and don't take a ton too seriously around here. Um, but this is a, a case where I do want to share um, very heartfelt condolences and uh, many prayers up to our our buddy Will Compton, who suddenly lost his mom uh, this this last week and wasn't able to go to the game. And so I just um, you know 
man, our, we're with you, brother. Or I get, I said our hearts are with you. I know all, not only us here in the fan cave, but everybody in the chat room. Anybody that listens to this show has certainly heard uh, your voice on our show and heard us talk about you know busting with the boys and all that kind of stuff a million million times. And so I just want to let uh, them know that uh, we're definitely thinking of them. But not only us, but. You know, Will's teammates, you know, Will's famous for being a glue guy, you know, uh, in the locker room. And, and sure enough, uh, there was, uh, you know, a heartfelt uh, feeling coming from his teammates. So I want to feature some audio here coming from uh, Zay Jones. We as players, we go through so much, you know. Um, I think it's a time that, to recognize, too, our teammate Will Compton and what he's going through. And um, that's just really sobering, you know what I'm saying, because that's, Life outside of football, life that's way bigger than football, you know, and we play just the game. That's it. We play the game. Of course, we love it, but there's so many things that go on in our lives and stuff like that. So, I mean, if a schedule change occurs, if it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, we just prepare how we know we need to and we suit up whenever coach tells us. So um, prayers go out to Will and his family. Um, huge win for this team, huge win for him. Um, I know we have his back and uh I'm just really proud to be a part of this football team. I love that, man. That's family. That's what we do around here, right? Raider Nation is La Familia, and I love to hear that it's in the locker room too with these guys, man. That is that is that is just um, uh, just an incredible sentiment from uh, from one of his teammates. And I, I'll say this, you know, he he talks a lot about the humanity of being players, and one of the things that that I've really enjoyed, and I think we all have, in getting to know some of these guys that are former Raiders or current Raiders, all this kind of stuff. Get to know them as people. Like, you know, we see them in helmets and the, in the shoulder pads and the big uniforms and all that. And sometimes I think as fans, we forget there's a human being under there. There's a human being that has family and, you know, and yes, I know they're well compensated and all that. I get all that kind of stuff. Uh, this is not a, like, a, you know, I don't feel sorry for anybody. But I do have an, at least, you know, an, a, a heart for the fact that they're human beings. You know, like, like Will's case here. He's got a young wife and a, that's pregnant like is getting ready to expect his first child and so you know i lose his mom in that like that's tough stuff man it doesn't matter um the things that happen on the field when those kinds of things go on and and shame on anybody on on twitter or anywhere else that like when you know because will was talking some junk about the game getting rescheduled and all that and i thought it was awesome by the way him and casey hayward and uh, who's the other one kj Wright, i believe like they were taking it out on the nflpa and the nfl themselves they were making runs at those at those entities and i thought it was very well founded and very and so then when will announced that he wasn't going to be at the game or the raiders announced he wasn't going to be at the game because of personal reasons like immediately like asshole fan starts taking a run at the guy oh you talk a mean game and then now you're not going to be here that's whack i just so it's awful the guy freaking lost his mind so i'm just telling you all this and i know look i'm not going to fix twitter by sitting here and ranting but like gosh dang it raider fan take it easy with some of that shit man it's just it's toxic it's lame you're not cool you're just stupid like so i don't know find a hobby man it's just ridiculous all right let me get off my soapbox Let's, uh, like the top of the show, we like to give some respect also. Uh, we don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. There's nothing wrong with those things. But uh, we're Italian. We like to give respect. So, speaking of, of, of some of the guys we become friends with, we've become buddies with Trent Sig, long snapper for the Raiders. Congratulations, A.J. Cole, for making the freaking Pro Bowl. We're going to talk a little bit about the Pro Bowl in a minute. But, uh, but Trent Sig announced that he's, uh, that he's got a baby boy on the, on the way. And so, so much respect, to, not only to him, but uh, congratulations for him and his wife as well. So I uh, just want to share that. And then one last thing, I got hit up by a guy on Twitter, the good part of Twitter. So NorCal Raider hit me up and asked me what my opinion was about 
the rebranding of the Raiders and shared with me um, the Haberman and Middlecoff podcast and about how they were discussing the Raiders being a rebrand and the idea for that. And reading the headline, it sounded like an asinine idea. Um, but I think after listening to the clip, there's a, I don't agree with it. I still think it's asinine, but there's at least a half a discussion to be had in there. Uh, I'm going to save that NorCal Raider for next show because I want the guys to be in here. Uh, I don't want to just sit here and espouse my opinions. I want to bounce it off the other guys and hear from them and then also hear from Raider Nation. So uh, we'll do that one next week. All right, I'm going to have an audio break here and then we're going to, I've got one ad read and then we're going to get into this, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Browns game. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they f***ing put out a banger podcast. All right, here we go. So uh, I want you to, uh, if you're part of the fan-sided uh, if you go to Fansided, if you go check out Fansided and any of the podcasts that are featured through them, I'll definitely check out the Knuckleheads podcast. Uh, Knuckleheads is, is two NBA veterans. It's Quentin Richardson, Darius Miles. They're lifelong friends and bona fide truth tellers. Uh, they invite special guests, high-profile athletes, musicians, entertainers, and they get brutally honest about everything from current events to untold stories from the golden era of sports and culture. Uh, named for the on-court celebration they made wildly popular, this unfiltered, hilarious, and surprising podcast is like playing NBA 2K with no fouls. So definitely go and check those guys out. Uh, all you got to do is search for the Knuckleheads podcast on the Fan Sided Podcast Network. Also, one other, one other show. I want you to look for Blindsided. Blindsided, also on the network. Uh, Plan your work and work your plan. For many athletes, saying such as this could be considered scripture, permanent signposts lining the long road to success in sports. For some, the very act of pursuing a career in sports can give a sense of control, a sense of safety, so long as you stick to the plan. That is, until life happens. The kind of life that happens when you're making other plans, breakdowns, insecurity, panic attacks, PTSD, addiction, sudden life changes. One that requires an athlete to toss aside their well-laid plans and answer the question, what's your next play? Hosted by former NHL goalie Corey Hirsch and psychiatrist Diane McIntosh, the podcast will share and analyze the moments for a variety of athletes when everything changed for them and what happens when it did. The podcast lets listeners hear those athletes describe moments when mental health became the most important focus on their life. Check it out. That is Blindsided, and that is the Knuckleheads podcast. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raider. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. Amazing win. It took everything in us, but we got it done. Very proud of the boys, man. Just win, baby. Amazing. Raider Nation coming out. Hitting the curveball. Out here just... Doing anything for a win right now. That's a that's a dub. Big time, man. Proud of this team, man. On the road, big time effort, man. Big win. You guys are still in the playoff hunt. Just how important was this? Well, you know, uh, you know, pregame shows and all those kind of things are on, and they're playing in my future and playing everybody's future already. And uh, you know, I don't think that we're done yet. You know, we have a long way to go. Uh, we haven't been perfect, but we're still in it. And as long as we have a chance, you still have to put the ball down and play. Uh, I'm just thankful for that opportunity that we're in December and we're still playing meaningful games. 
Let's go, DC. I'm with you, man. Of course, we heard from Zay Jones, uh, Trent. That was our buddy Trent, and then uh, KJ Wright there walking off the field, and then Carr post game. And I, you know, I love that idea. I love that idea that, like, look, man, we still got, we're still playing meaningful games. Um, I don't want to steal any thunder from some of our callers, but uh, I think it was Michelle especially. Like, how important like it is for December football to mean something for the Raiders. Like, how many seasons did we suffer through four and twelve and two and fourteen? All that. Think about 2006. We literally had nothing to root for this time of year. Look, it's almost Christmas, and we, we're freaking rooting for the Raiders still. And they're in it. They're competitive. Raider Nation, there is one effing game celebrating, or excuse celebrating, separating the top spots in the, in the, uh, in, in the playoffs and the 13th seed. It was one game right now ahead of us in the, in the AFC football conference standings. You got the Chiefs, Patriots, Titans, Bengals, Colts, Chargers, Bills, Ravens, Steelers, and guess who at number 10? Us. Well, listen, we have the tiebreaker against Pittsburgh. We have the tiebreaker against Baltimore. We're going to get another shot at the Chargers. We're going to play the Colts. The Bengals got one on us. That one hurts. But outside of that, and then all the teams behind us just about, we've beat because now we beat the Browns, right? So, like, if we take care of business against the Donks, which we should because they're right behind us. We're both tied in the division, 7-7, seven and seven, but they're a game behind us. So all we got to do is take care of the donks this week, and then we got to beat Indianapolis. The Chargers game is going to be huge no matter what, but, like, these next couple are absolutely must-wins. we got to take care of business. But, like, my point being, though, is that, like, here we have a team that went through the utmost of adversity, okay? And we're right in it, and it's almost Christmas. So miss me with all that crap, like any of that garbage about like it's all over. No, it's not. And also miss me with that bullshit about like, oh, we couldn't beat a practice squad team. Yeah, well, guess what we were playing with? No Gruden, no Incognito, no Denzel Good, no Gerald McCoy, no Nick Morrow, no uh, Trayvon Mullen, no Henry Ruggs, no Kwiatkowski, no Ingold, no Waller, no Drake, no Perryman, no Hobbs, no Compton. What the hell, man? Like, we were fucking full. Oh, my gosh. I just said the F word. Like, we were damn at full strength. Like, give me a break. Like, it's so stupid. I, I, I got to stay off Twitter. I swear. It drives me absolutely bananas. Like, you, you can't not consider everything that the Raiders have gone through and be able to celebrate 7-7. Seven and seven. Like, I'm sorry, man. Look, look, I'm not going to like sit here and like defend Carr all night long. I'm not going to defend Gus Bradley all night long. Like you've heard us take plenty of runs at plenty of people in the organization, on the field and off. I'm not going to like polish the turd here, put lipstick on the pig and tell you that everything is hunky-dory because it's not. And the shot of us to make the playoffs is a little rough. But also like let's not stop celebrating the fact that the freaking Raiders won and we're right in the middle of this damn thing. Like, celebrate that. If you can't celebrate that, then I question your fandom. I'm sorry, I do. Like, how can you not get excited about that? All right, I'm going to shut up. All right, let's go back. Ah, soapbox a little bit there. All right, next um, <laughs> next up, let's go from DC4 to DC2 and hear from our good buddy, uh, Daniel Carlson. Daniel, you guys obviously weren't happy about having this game pushed back a couple of days. You came out here, has a quick start. Quicker yeah. finish. I mean, what kind of was the mindset coming into tonight? I mean, at the end of the day, we got to we got to compete. We got to put our best effort out there, whether we play on Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, whatever it was. So, um, you know, really proud of this group and what we what we did. Tough week. It was kind of a wild week, um, but we were able to make it happen. 
from this team's perspective, I mean, you guys were really kind of on the precipice of falling out of this playoff race. Now you put yourself right back into it. <laughs> Ice in the veins. I mean, Jonathan Abram says it. When you go out there and they call the timeout, what's that the mental no! thing? <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, just doing my job one, one play at a time. Uh, you know, guys are busting their butt all game, you know, doing their job one play at a time. And so that, that's my job right there. Just do that, whether it's the first one or the second one. So, um, you know, exciting win, came down to the last minute. So um, that, that was real fun for us. All right, there he is, DC2, the sniper, man. Love that guy. Uh, how sweet redemption for him, too. Like, you know, you talk about, like, here he is, a guy, he gets drafted by the Vikings, he gets freaking cut, and then the guy that was his special teams coach is on the sideline for the Browns. Like, that's legit, man. Congratulations to him. That's awesome. Uh, Tyrone Graves in there with a $5 donation. Thank you so much, Tyrone Graves. He says, hey, Kill Jadis, when you see Santa up there, shake his hand and then Stone Cold stutter him for me. Say, that's from Tyrone. Raiders! That's awesome, man. Love that. Um, all right, next up, let's... Uh, so Sorry about that F-bomb. I mean, whatever. I'm fired up. I'm fired up tonight. Uh, so speaking of F-bombs, though, I can't bleep myself, but I can bleep out Max Crosby. This is funny. This is some of Max's comments postgame. I'm on the sideline, I you know I 100% believed in in Daniel. You know he's he's money, and uh, we're sitting there and we're like, all right, we're checking out the wind. I'm picking grass up off the ground, seeing which way the <laughs> sorry, which way the grass is flowing. Excuse my language, um, but we were just laughing. I'm like, all right, we're we're trying to make sure we're all good. And then he hit the first one. I'm like, all right, he's gonna he's gonna hit the next one. So it was uh it was exciting. All right, that was good stuff there from Max, man. Sometimes it just flies out, right? Aaron, a Q-Dog Raider with an $8 donation. Thank you, Capo. Appreciate you so much, always. Breaking news, Don Murph drops F-bomb during playoffs rant. Good luck, sign. I don't know if I've ever said the F-word on this show before. I think that might be number one. It, it, it's certainly not more than two if it's ever happened before, but, you know, I'm getting older. I don't remember every little thing. So, uh, all right, so appreciate uh, uh, the comments there from the players, man. Thank you, chat room. You guys are lit up in there and, and, and supporting me in there, and I appreciate that. And uh, all right. So, but not everybody's happy, right? Like, okay. So I, I was happy about the game. I know you guys were happy for the game because the Raiders won, but not everybody was happy. There was one guy who was really, really disjointed with this Raiders win. So you guys remember when we beat the Cowboys and I played the audio of the kid crying, right? The one that kept saying, I hate the Raiders. Listen to this guy. Look, that kid hated the Raiders, but at least he had some balls to him. This guy, this is this is crying Browns guy. Like, dude, get another hobby because this one ain't working. Oh, God. Oh, it is so hard being a Browns fan sometimes. <laughs> I'm proud of the guys for how they fought, but that is just a gut punch. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you said sad. Oh, I'm such a mess. I'm sorry. I'm there sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't be crying. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> oh f <laughs> why am I crying? <laughs> you're a chump. Oh, you idiot. This guy can't even get his words out. Oh, <laughs> they deserve to win that game. No, the they Browns didn't. deserve it. No, oh, they don't. Browns God. don't deserve shit. I'm so proud of them. Yeah, this good. Is a killer. Yeah, I Oh.
Oh my gosh. I freaking love that man. And Greg, the guy's like balling. And he's like, I don't know, like probably 24. Like, dude, you don't know enough about the Browns history to be this upset by a freaking loss. Like that you, you think you shouldn't have, or game you should have won. Look up Red Right 88, sucker. Oh my gosh. That kick, uh, kickstarted us on a way to another championship. But uh, oh my gosh, that's that stupid Browns guy. So anyways, I was able to reach out to Raider Nation for comments on this guy's video of, and, the, and, the, and now the audio that I just played. That. So here was, I was able to secure the collective Raider Nation response to the, to the crying Browns guy. Tommy left. <laughs> you know, LeBron James is staying in school. Don't get drafted by Cleveland. No. Love means to sing a song, soothe his soul. The Rock says Cleveland is totally lame. How did this dog get the Hall of Fame? Saying all shucks Cause Cleveland doesn't rock No, it totally sucks I say now Cleveland sucks up. What's up, man? About time you got here The Rock has one question Are you ready to go one-on-one -on -one With the great one? All right, so there's The Rock and the Raiders taking care of Cleveland, man. We appreciate uh, uh, that win so very, very much. Uh, I've got a ton of notes on it, but I'm going to save those for when we get to the sea of fans since we are kind of uh, running short tonight. Uh, Tyler Raider in there with a $4.99 donation. Thank you so much, Tyler Raider. Taking the kids to see Spider-Man his second time. All love and respect. Have a good night. I'll be back to watch later. Appreciate that. I haven't seen the new Spider-Man yet. I uh, cannot wait and look forward to watching that. I'm going to the new Matrix movie. I haven't seen the new Ghostbusters yet. All kinds of cool uh, genre movies coming out, plus the Book of Boba Fett. Man, this is a good time to be a nerd. Uh, so appreciate that. Um, also, Ebony Graves, $10 donation in there. Happy holidays. Love this chat room and this podcast. Thank you so very, very, very much, Ebony Graves. We appreciate you. I've got an email from Ebony Graves. We're going to hear from her in just a little bit. And so, uh, yeah, let's celebrate this Raider win. But now 
We are on to the freaking donkeys, man. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. All right, so we look, as I mentioned, we got to take care of business against these donkeys. A uh, couple matchups to watch, and I want to hear from the, from the chat room. What do you guys think, man? Like, look, playing at Allegiant Stadium is not going great for us. So, like, that's tough. Like, we can win on the road, but now we got the donks coming into our house. Right? They're here, right? Tell me, tell me in the chat room. I'm not wrong on that, right? Aren't they coming to Allegiant? Tell me. Somebody, please. Um, anyways, regardless, it doesn't matter where the hell we're playing it at. It's a huge game. We got to win this game. And um, some of the key matchups, like one of the things we've been doing here lately is kind of talking about some of the matchups and things that we're looking for. And uh, I got to tell you, man, like one of the things that I'm, okay, Michelle said I'm correct. Thank you. So one of the things that I'm looking forward to is matchup wise is Teddy Bridgewater. Sadly, gosh, that poor guy, man. I I know he's a Bronco quarterback, but I feel for the guy, man. I feel for anybody that can't get their stuff together because of injuries. John Abram is now added to that list. Um, So anyway, so I feel for Teddy, but so Drew Locke, who's an, ass i can't stand drew lock he's like the new version of philip rivers to me just someone i can't he's just smug i just can't stand the guy um but anyway so so drew lock is their quarterback so drew lock and it's time for max crosby to get some sacks like he's so disruptive and he's such a great player um but how like are we sick of hearing about arden key has as many sacks as max crosby does like i'm sick of hearing that man let's 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 turn that freaking number back up on its head i'd like to see max get a big game wouldn't you love to see max get like three sacks this game or something like that would be huge so i, I like i think that's a key matchup the other one speaking of defense is uh, casey hayward and really all of the secondary players because they don't like assign you know defenders to to receivers but uh casey hayward and the guys against Cortland sutton Cortland sutton is like by far the player that they you know target most um on the Denver offense. So let's see what we can get done there. You know, Hayward has been a walk this year. He's been amazing. So, uh, so I look forward to seeing what goes on there. And, you know, and, and look, if you get coverage on the back end, then you force him to hang on to the ball, Max Crosby gets sacks. If you pressure the quarterback and you force him into quicker throws than he would like to, that generates interceptions and potential turnovers for the, for the secondary. So, you know, like we always talk about complimentary football, right? Complimentary up front. And then on the back end, and I think those two guys, I think that to look for, to look to have, to have the big game. You know, offensively, it's always the same story. It's Derek, and everything goes through Derek. You know, we've talked about before, if Derek has 300 yards, he's like undefeated. Like, you've got to have a big game out of Derek. Um, look like, I'm not sure what was going on with Deshaun Jackson there for a minute, um, but it looks like he's starting to get at least more frequented in the offense. I don't know, but like the drops are just brutal, man. We've got to quit with that stuff. Um, but anyway, so it should be interesting um, uh, there. And, and if we keep getting a push up front, maybe we can keep running the football. So that would be nice to see as well. Tell me what you're um, – oh, I love it. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider says, Locke is Cutler 2.0. Probably a better – yes, I agree. That's a be- – yes, that's a better example than my Philip Rivers because Philip was fiery. But, yeah, he's kind of a sad sack and a dope like, like Cutler was. That's a good one. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, are we going to get Waller back, Darth Vader Raider? I don't know, man. I'm not sure if we're getting him back or not. Um, who did I see was coming back this week, though? I thought we were getting one, but I saw we lost Abram for the season. Uh, oh, Fargo Raider. I like Diablo in there uh, instead of Littleton with KJ. 
Divine Diablo looks legit, right? He was playing middle linebacker for a lot of that game, it looked like, uh, especially there in the second half, at least lining up in the middle. Um, yeah, that was, that was cool, man. I'm all about that guy. Like, it's crazy how freaking much talent Mayock has been able to find later in the, in the, in the draft. Um, you know, there's all the talk about Derek and all that kind of stuff. He mentioned it himself about his future. But say they did, you know, trade him for a two and a three or whatever, like, there's probably some value there for, for us because that's where we do well. We are not so great in the first round. Uh, but after that, you get players like Trayvon Mullen and Max Crosby and Hunter Enfro and Divine Diablo and you know what I mean? So pretty cool stuff there. So appreciate that. Um, all right, I'm going to hit one more break here and then we're going to talk about the Pro Bowl. Hi, this is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders. And you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. All right, thank you, AJ Cole. Pro Bowler AJ Cole, I should say. I appreciate him very, very much. And congratulations to the three Raiders Pro Bowlers. We are talking about, of course, AJ Cole. We're talking about Denzel Perryman, who sadly wasn't able to play uh, in this last game. Uh, but Denzel has been an absolute tackling machine. And while we thought he was going to be a great kind of a depth player for us, hell no. Dude is balling out and a well, well-deserved Pro Bowl. Uh, it's been a minute since we've had some really impactful linebackers in terms of a linebacking core. You know, I always reference Kirk Morris and Thomas Howard and uh, – um, um, Oh my gosh, I'm blanking. Kirk Morrison, Thomas Howard, and who's the other one? Who's the third guy? Come on, Josh. Murph, do better. Thomas Howard. Robert. Was it Robert Thomas? Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm blanking that. Anyways, whatever. You guys know what I'm talking about. Um, they, were, they were a great uh, you know, linebacking core there. Um, and it's been a minute. So thank you to Perryman and congratulations. Uh, much respect. Much respect to AJ. But then last but not least, Max freaking Crosby. Now here's why... I really want to celebrate Max, not more importantly than the others, but there is definitely a different dynamic that's gone on with Max that doesn't exist with these other guys, and that is that battle back from adversity. And so we're going to hear from Basaccia on, on Max, and then we're going to hear from Max himself. But like, you know, if you guys know Max's story at all and what he went through the past few years, like it, it was a lot, you know, and, and speaking of redemption and, and grace and, you know, like – the guy has been through so much and come back so much, and his career is now, you know, responded. And it's just incredible. So let's check in with Coach. Let's hear from him, and then we're going to hear from Max. I don't want to get emotional, but, um, you know, I just had news, me and him and Al Kingold up there. And, um, you know, just, just Max was voted a captain, you know, by his, his teammates. And I think for that to happen, what he had gone through and, and going through rehab and putting himself in that situation and so to get voted by uh, his teammates to be a captain was certainly monumental for him. It was certainly showed that um, he had the power of example that others wanted to follow, right? And now the football part, I think what you heard him say is, you know, I only got five sacks. And what I talked to him about was what you're teaching people to do is look beyond the numbers, you know, look at the relentless effort that the guy plays with every game and, and look at the relentless effort that he puts into practice. And so he has become the power of example in a lot of ways. And again, the other thing that he's done a 
tremendous job of in his time here is because of the things he's gone through, and Darren Waller has done this as well, they're, they're, both, they're speaking out. Right. They, they feel like if they can help one person, if they can just um, get to, to somebody, um, not only on our team, but on the outside, both of them have done both with our team and with people on the outside. So I think as men, if they feel like they can give back, um, it'll, it'll come back tenfold to them. And I think that's the, the big thing for Max. I think that's what got him emotional is to know that he's put himself in position because how he's grown and changed his life and, and um, become the power of example, not only on the field, but just how he's um, responded as a man it just brought back memories like so we get emotional it's just like I was in rehab like <laughs> almost two years ago and now I'm in a pro bowl like it's just a blessing man I show up and I try to be the best teammate I try to be the best teammate every day and show my guys that I care and um that shit just hit home man it was uh it's special it just it makes my family proud. I can't, my girl, my, everybody around me is calling, blowing up, blowing up my phone. I'm like, I'm like crying like a baby because I just know I've worked so hard and it's, uh, it's starting to pay off. And, you know, Coach Marinelli, got to say something about him because he pushes me every day, um, pushes me every day to be the best, best player I can be. And I want to kill him sometimes. <laughs> he wants to kill me. <laughs> he wants to kill me, but um, he just wants to see the best for me, and he knows what I want. You know, I want to be the best in the league, and he pushes me to be that guy every day. And um, There's so many people I can go on and on, but it's just exciting, man. Uh, it's a blessing for sure. Uh, thank you all. Appreciate it. Man, I, I don't know how you can't get behind that guy. I tell you, you know, I, I don't buy jerseys of younger players. Just because, you know, you never know where they're going to end up and all that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, everybody that has a Cleo Mack jersey, like, I feel for you because, he's you know, you know what I'm saying? But if I were to get one, like, I think Max might be the guy. Max or Waller, one of those two guys. I think that's, those are the, you know, I would be proud to, to, to wear that, uh, those young men and what they've been through and the battle back from adversity because it goes beyond football. You know, and those are the things that are so amazing about those stories. And, and we've, you know, we've rhapsodized and celebrated Darren Waller's story here, you know, for a long, long time. Um, and then now, and this is on the heels of that. And the idea that these guys are teammates and like they're growing together. And like, I think it was Michelle in there. So yeah. Uh, growth is beautiful. Like, yeah. And they're doing it and they're helping each other and supporting each other, and lifting up each other. And like, that's where it just goes way beyond football, man. And that's where, um, that, those, those are the stories that really hit for me. Like, yes, wins are great. And yes, records and obviously making the damn playoffs and like all that stuff is huge. But like, like I, I don't know how you couldn't be proud to be a Raider fan. Like when you talk about the, the, the young men that are representing this football team, like I, I don't know how you can't get behind that. If you can't, like I got nothing for you. Like I really don't like, I, I, I truly don't understand the hatred or the venom or the vitriol and all that stuff because these are these are at their core like we got some good dudes man so like you know no matter what like the the scoreboard doesn't matter in those cases and i'm not telling you it doesn't matter like rich Passaccio, like i don't pay attention to the scoreboard i'm just telling you that as a fan like you can support these guys, man, because they're good guys. Like it's a it's a team you can root for, uh, doing the right things, saying the right things, celebrating the right things, you know. And it, it, for for a team that was the villains of the league and all that, and I love all that, and we should be all that, and we should be feared, and we should be freaking scrappy, and we should be doing all that stuff too. But you can be a tough guy and be kind at the same time. You can be a badass and like you know what I mean, and and, and you know be nice. Like it's not hard. 
And uh, so anyways, I'll get off that soapbox because I'm fired up tonight. Tyrone Graves, $5 donation. Broncos versus Raiders. Going to be some furniture throwing in the Graves household this week because his wife, Ebony, of course, is a, is a Broncos fan. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And so right on. And uh, thank you for that donation. And, uh, and look forward to the, the, uh, the little civil war that's going to be going on in, in your house this week. And, uh, and, and have fun with that. And so speaking of, of Ebony, we've got an email from Ebony. And I'm going to get to that in a minute because we are going to jump in to the Sea of Fans mailbag. Fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He's thrown. It is. Appreciate the chat room very much tonight. Thank you for all the amazing donations. Thank you, Michelle Sweat, Mark Thompson, Kenny Blair, Paul. Paul? Esteban is in there. Mike Dog is in there. Lee B. Uh, MG is in there. Uh, he says, old school Raider football. Yeah, man, I miss old school Raider football too, man. Like, I, like again, I, as much as I celebrate all the, like, the nice of the Raiders in this version of them, also, dude, I'm so with you. Give us old school, like, Give us Villapiano, Alzado. Give us Tatum. Give us Matuzak. Give us that 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 edge. I miss the edge, and I and you know that's why whoever our new head coach is, uh, I hope it's a red ass. I hope it's somebody with some fire, with some edge to him, because uh, to, to to celebrate that. That's what the Raider mystique was built upon. So great point. Um, Duke City Raider, our buddy Martin is in there. He says twenty to sixteen Raiders over Donkeys. I'm with you. I think it's. I think we're gonna have a relatively close game. Well, let's pull out a close one at home, and let's let's change the way that this thing is going, man. That would be amazing. Um, okay, so uh, you can contact us on the YouTubes uh, by jumping into the chat room there uh, each and every uh, Wednesday night. What night is it? Wednesday at 4 Pacific, 7 Eastern, and you can jump in there to the chat room and join all those amazing folks. That is YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Or you can email us or call us. When you call us, it's 909-345-3346. Or you can email us at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And when you do, if we feature you uh, an indefinite amount of emails or three calls, uh, you become a made man or a made woman. So technically, this woman would be our newest made woman. But at her request, because she's a Broncos fan, she said, I don't want to get made. Well, okay. Request honored, Ebony. Uncle Mosh, Murph, Swag and Nation, the Raider in my house has been so disgusted and down the last couple weeks after the loss to the Queefs, then the game against the Browns being pushed, which was bullshit, and the way the guys played Monday, I knew I had something to I knew I had to do something extreme to lift his spirits. So baby, this is for you. Q Dog, Paul, and Michelle, I know I said I wouldn't, but here it is. My third email. Hopefully this helps lift Tyrone's spirit. He says, deep down, I know I really want to be a Raider. Yeah, you do. Uh, <laughs> she says, inserts an eye roll. But I do love the colors. They look good on me. Plus, I love this community. Like I've said before, I love podcasts and the chats. Uh, and this, by far, has been the best podcast with the most amazing chat group. I'm on vacation the next couple weeks, and I'm so excited to get to spend some time with Tyrone and the kids and the rest of the family for the holidays. 
Well, I pray this email finds everyone in good health and good spirits. Embrace your families and friends during this holiday season and every day thereafter because tomorrow was not promised. There is so much hate and anger in this world. I truly believe in, uh, if the world would listen and learn from us in this chat room and this podcast, all the problems would disappear. Happy holidays, everybody. Much love, Mrs. Ebony Gold Graves. Wow. Much, much respect. That is, I mean, words like that, it's, uh, it's again, it's, it's humbling, and I, I thank you for your kind words. I appreciate your show support. And, um, you know, yeah, that's, that's amazing. And, you know, we are so proud. Uh, one thing that I will brag on uh, is our chat room. I will brag on our community, our, our community of listeners and supporters of this show. Absolutely, 100% agree with you. It is unmatched, and it is the best there is in not only all of Raider Nation, but, um, I don't know, probably sports YouTube shows. Like, I just, you guys are the freaking best, man. You just, you really are. And I don't say that tongue-in-cheek or anything else. That is that is legit, and thank you, Ebony, for highlighting that and appreciate you being part of it. And I will honor your request and not make you a made woman unless you tell me you want to be or, you know, whatever. Like, you and Tyrone, I'll tell you what. Let's make a bet, Ebony. Let's do this. Here's my challenge, Ebony. If the Raiders win, you got to email us. Tell us about how your feelings are about the Raiders winning over the, the donkeys, and we're going to make you a made woman. If they lose, I'll honor your request, and we, we, won't, we won't make you. How about that? Fair? Okay. Tell me. All right. Next up, solution. Solution. <laughs> Salutations, Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swaggy Jeff. Hella happy to be here celebrating Victory Tuesday, and it was great uh, to get back into the W column uh, and see our team will um, uh, see the team have the will to win. I know Carr gets grief and deservedly so at times, but the game we got to acknowledge is the drops. Um, we've continuously told that Moreau is a beast and he's due for a breakout, and he has had two subpar weeks. And what's up with Zay Jones being so scared of contact? He's always falling when defenders are near. Abram played a great game and laying the wood all over the field. I hope he's okay. Eh, sadly not. Last, Diablo needs to get in there uh, as many plays as possible. I prefer him to Littleton, who's looking like a backup in the LB room. When everyone gets healthy, uh, when everyone gets healthy. Signing off from the land of ice and snow, Fargo Raider. Appreciate you, Fargo. Good job there, buddy. And I appreciate that. Keep up coming, man. Fargo, you need to get made in here. Um, we don't have any made people from Alabama. So we are not Alabama. God dang it, I'm a mess. Uh, we don't have any made people from uh, North Dakota. Where did that come from? Alabama? How do you mix up Alabama and North Dakota? What a dopey thing I just said. All right, uh, Mosh would be yelling at me right now. Who, who do I got next year? Who's this? Is this Ben? Oh, okay. So this is Ben Tupper. This is interesting. Gosh, you know what? I almost want to save his email. Because this is a really cool discussion. You know what? I'm going to save this one. I'm going to save Ben's email. Ben is a Las Vegas Raider fan and has a fantastic email detailing the fan experience as a Las Vegas Raider uh, fan. And I want to I have this email featured so I can talk with the guys. So I'm going to save your email, Ben. I even told Ben we were going to read it tonight. But I didn't, that was before I knew that, that Mosh wasn't going to be here. Save that. Check in with me, Ben, next week. We're going to feature that and... and um, yeah, because that deserves a much better discussion than me just sitting here espousing my opinion. All right, last up for the emails. Good evening, all. I hope all is well. It's another sad start to my email this week. An hour before kickoff in Cleveland, I read Will Compton's message about his sad loss. Unimaginable pain to go through, fella, and I wish you and your family condolences and best wishes at this sad time. 
Been another crazy few days, Raiders, hadn't it? None of us can be surprised by the way the league screwed us over on Saturday by rescheduling the game in Cleveland. It seems to have contravened their own rule book and stinks to high heaven. I totally agree. When we finally got to play the game, it was a strange one. It finally became apparent that it wasn't going to be the game for the purest. It was just a way to find just win, baby. We dominated the early stages without really having any overall control. They didn't, we didn't have a single play on our half of the field until the closing minutes of the half, and at no stage did I think we had the game in our hands. As usual, there were positives and negatives along the way, and I thought we'd blown it at the end with that interception. Me too. I don't understand why we didn't keep using the short pass plays and running the ball to control the clock and then set it up for the Carlson field goal. So when D.C. went long and the interception was thrown, my heart sank. Some more random notes. We got it done in the end, but D- and D.C.'s ability to move the football in the final minutes was very impressive. Abram, yeah, he... Well, I won't take thunder. Somebody says it later. DC's ability to move the ball in the final minutes. Uh, game. Okay. Jonathan Abram balled out all night and proved once again we can keep him in the box. He can be a disruptive linebacker. Shoulder permitting, of course. I'm serving notice on Hollywood. Superman is not the man of steel. It's Daniel Carlson. We stopped the run very well for three quarters at least, and we kept Nick Chubb relatively quiet. Yeah. We didn't see much of Miles Garrett either. Absolutely. Typical Derek Carr performance. 4,000 yards for the season again. Another game-winning drive inside the final two minutes. It leaves us uh, still involved in the playoff race. I don't have any problem with us beating the Donkeys and Chargers, but I really can't see the win against the Colts. Jonathan Taylor is like a tank in the, uh, at the minute, and the form is pretty strong. That said, our inconsistency could be our best weapon because nobody knows which Raiders will show up. That and they're one-dimensional. Like, Carson Wentz ain't winning your football games. Jonathan Taylor is. So if we can focus on that, uh, I think we got a shot, Paul. Paul? Can the people who say they're embarrassed by being a Raider fan find someone else to watch? Move along, fools. It's you that's the embarrassment. <laughs> Salute. Absolutely. What a great sentiment. Congratulations to the three Pro Bowl selections, but where's Hunter Renfro? The defeat against the Bears, Giants, and Washington, no names, will haunt us for the rest of the year, and we really should be 10-4 and four at this point. To all the mock drafters out there, whose preseason started early, don't factor a trade for D.C. into anything because I believe if we decide to move on from him, he'll retire and we'll get nothing anyways. And the question of the week is, what do we do with Corey Littleton? Five snaps, one tackle. Uh, He's had some glimpses. However, if I'm right, next year he'd be a $15 million cap hit. What do you do? Do you stick with him? Yeah, so if you cut a player after June... The cap, dead cap number gets spread out over two seasons, 22 and 23. So if you're going to see any of these high-profile cuts, we won't see them until June. So a long way to go, but interesting point, Paul. Um, so the last rights haven't read out to us just yet, and the priest has been told to wait outside. The beauty of the NFL is you never know what's going to happen. Just ask the Cardinals. Oh, absolutely. How about them Lions? Uh, every time I mention um, the oh, oh onto the donkeys. Every time I mention their name, I see that stupid ass horse face Elway in my mind, and that idiot that is Terrell Davis. I want to <laughs> I want to punch them both until I break my hand. We have to be this degenerate mutation of a team, not just for the playoff push, but because it's the right thing to do. It doesn't look good for the youth across the world if their particular brand of inhumanity succeeds. So here's hoping for one more rendition of Houston Raiders Steve's magnificent donkey song. It is that time of year that we are asked to come together as one and wish everybody a Merry Christmas. Peace, goodwill, despite our differences, ever our sworn enemies. Ah, screw that. There are 31 teams in the NFL, and then there's the Raiders. And I hate the lot of you no matter what when it's this time of year. And while I'm at it, 
Here's a Christmas message to Dean's Gene Sterator. To Gene Sterator. Santa knows you're lying, deceitful, and a cheat, you smug, grinning dipshit. <laughs> Stay safe, Raider Nation, and best wishes to you for Christmas and a new year. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, the Royal Scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT, Sizzler Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, and five-time, 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 plus one, plus one winner of the Raiders Fan Radio Sizzler Award. Paul! Paul. 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 All right, appreciate all of you that are in the chat room tonight. Uh, part 1975 is in there. He says, Merry Christmas, Murph, and, uh, and the nation. Absolutely. Merry Christmas to you. MG, Paul's in there. Lee B, Michelle, Lalo Meloso, Ebony Graves, Tyrone Graves, Trailer Park Bunny Slayer. <laughs> That's a new name. Appreciate you jumping in there. Fargo Raider, All Eyes on G. Uh, so many of our good friends are in there. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, of course. And speaking of Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, every crew needs a captain. Uh, so of the made men and the made women of that crew, uh, our captain, our capo, we call him, he is Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, and he always kicks off the voicemail segment. Greetings, Don Murray, from the boss, Sonny, Consiglary, Uncle Mosh, Swag Jeff, our Sergeant Arms, Big Raider Trucker, Ron the Mater Raider, Young Chili Dog from When the Universe Speaks, Splatterhead from Inebra Nation. Nation, we're 7-7 seven seven again. Let the mediocrity ooze all over your bodies. It is like the precious ointment that ran down upon the beard. Like Aaron's beard that went down to the skirts of his garment as the dew of Ramana, or the dew that descended upon the mountains at Zion, for there, even Cleveland, the Lord commanded the blessing, even life, forevermore. I mean, here's your head-scratcher. We beat playoff-caliber teams, you know, that may not reside in Kansas City, yet we somehow can't seem to beat the dregs of the league, the Bears, the Giants, the Redskins, or even the Bengals of the world. Last I rung the bell that we controlled our own destiny, and if I be damned, uh, we're, we're actually doing it. So recent history would probably have us believe that we're going to go ahead and tank yet again for the third consecutive season, and who am I to say that that's not going to be an eventuality? However, I did not watch the game on Monday, and I think, you know, we can actually, you know, rally and do some big things down the stretch. Remember, we've got the whole world in our hands. I can almost hear um, my man down in Houston Houstonian Steve, I mean, just putting something to Melody and then saying goodbye. But honestly, it's worse to listen to the Raiders than it is to watch the Raiders. I had an obligation, we'll call it, a domestic variety that I had to attend on Monday, so I could not watch the game that had been rescheduled to that ill, you know, uh, thought-out time. And having to listen to SiriusXM over my my phone was just maddening. I, I was texting the brothers, uh, the maid band, trying to find out what the latest updates were, and, you know, it was just maddening. But getting back to uh, the reason why I wanted to make the point, DC4 threw an interception late in the game that jeopardized our opportunity of winning. Yet, in a reported rare display of sideline leadership, Carr was quoted as saying to the defense, I promise you we're going to win the game. Just get the ball back. The defense did as requested, and DC4 put 
Daniel Carlson in position to actually win the game. Isn't that what we've been asking for from D.C. for the whole time, Nation? Just win. Barely. Of course, that brings me to thoughts and prayers for Will Compton. He didn't play in that 16-14 win over the Cleveland Doodoo Browns on Monday, but Compton disclosed later on Twitter that he had lost his mother. And as a person that has lost his mother early in life, I, I truly empathize for him. But he put out there that, hey, everyone, I'm heartbroken to let you know the uh, my mom suddenly passed away last night. I'm headed home to be with family. It has been a brutal 16 hours, and please love your moms and keep your family in your hearts and prayers. Our mom was everything to us. If that doesn't sound like old man Willie, I don't know Let's what. Let's go. But Will Compton, um, you know, he's, he's from Bonterra, Mississippi. Uh, excuse me, Missouri. Eh, one of them states. But just to bring it back and put it in proper perspective, uh, he's the oldest of three boys. He's 32 years old. Uh, this is his second stint with the team. And Compton, he played five seasons with the Washington football team. And, of course, he also played a couple of times with the Titans. And he's also known for his podcast, Bustin' with the Boys, a podcast along Taylor Lewan, who went through his tragedies earlier in the season. And he's also known to uh, have sat in a designated seat in the uh, RFR studios um, without permission or <laughs> ponying up at the studio. Um, but along those lines, Uncle Mosh was unavailable for comment. However, silver linings, Antonio Brown, yes, that A-B, F-A-B, um, he's been classy as ever. He took to social media after serving his three-game suspension for faking a COVID vaccination. Unreal. Um, you know, he sent out a defiant tweet of his own, taken to the Twitterverse by saying, put some respect on my name, all of y'all, at AB84. You know, you can add forger to his resume beside liar, woman beater, race baiter, diva, quitter. I mean, this guy just doesn't get it, and he doesn't care. I mean, Bruce Arians, that disciplinarian, I mean, he went through and he went and gave this guy uh, a vote of confidence, which enabled and emboldened this guy. I mean, he sucks. And, and just to let you know where the, the Saints' priorities lie, they've had a bunch of injuries. They lost an unexpected game to the Saints last week, and now they're going and elevating this guy who's just a stone throw better in my book than uh, Tyreek Hill, that, that motherfucker up there at Kansas City. I mean, I want to give respect to Mark Davis and Mike Mayock for at least holding our players and coaches accountable throughout this very trying season. Yes, sir. Integrity. That's what it's called, homies, the hit list. A.B., Jackson Mahomes, Roger Goodell, Jim Roman, insurrectionists. Rue. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too, Capo. We appreciate you, my friend. Awesome. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, man, always kicking off this segment, always holding it down for the made men and the made women. And speaking of made women, so I, we've heard from Ebony Graves. She didn't even accept the challenge for, for, for the bet against the, uh, the, the Broncos. She just came out and gave us a $5 donation in the chat. She says, early Christmas gift. Murph, I want to be made tonight. Wish granted. Thank you so very, very much. We appreciate the support, the amazing support, not only from you, but your husband, Tyrone. Uh, you all have been an incredible addition to the Raiders fan radio family. And uh, congratulate you on becoming the next member of the crew. Let's congratulate Ebony Graves on being the newest made woman. This made woman is loyal, blustering in our fan mail. Mess with her, I would deter. She'll kick you right in your tail. Her face is always game ready. 
painted in silver and black. She is loyal to the Raider Nation. She always has our back. She cheers as she storms our podcast. A fan no prouder or bold. And here on Raiders Fan Radio, her fandom is as valued as gold. This made woman is a Raider. A fierce and loyal fan. She's out here yelling and clearly telling she can kick ass as good as a man. What is up, Raider Nation? It's Dave out here in Ohio. It is raining all freaking day, so I'm kind of glad that they postponed the game till Monday because I'm going to be there. I was going to be there today. It's raining. Monday's weather looks a little better. Um, I know a lot of people were crying about, you know, they shouldn't have postponed it. They should have made them play. They hate the Raiders. That's why they did it. Well, there's other games that got postponed, too, maybe one, maybe two other games. And if our team's that bad that we can only beat, like, practice squad guys, I don't even want that win. Like, I don't want a win that's like a give me that we can beat a high school team. That's great. Like, I know you want to win whenever you can get it, but if that's the only win we can get, we don't deserve it. So we'll go out, we'll play on Monday. Hopefully we come out with a W and this team shows some heart. I don't know if they have any heart left, but they haven't showed it lately. You know, I'm I'm still backing them. I'm still going to be there cheering, probably losing my voice. It's going to be cold out there. And I'm going to have a good time. But I don't need a give-me win for my team just because my team sucks. Oh my God! Sorry, Dave. that's Dave in the three three zero. Sorry, Michelle's <laughs> Michelle's so funny. All right, the chat room is amazing. Thank you, Dave in the three three zero. Sorry, I, I, I get, I'm do, tonight. I'm doing the show by myself, and I'm getting distracted by a, a million different things. Uh, we, we we appreciate you, uh, Dave in the three three zero, and 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 appreciate uh, all the amazing folks that are in the chat room. You all are fantastic. A lot of praise in there for Aaron the Q Dog Raider, of course. Uh, which which is awesome, and uh, and a lot of congratulations in there for Ebony and uh, welcoming her to the crew. Uh, also, so welcoming her in there is our buddy Tom or Thom, as uh, as Jeff calls him. And uh, check out his Raider Roots podcast, man. He's got it out there, uh, out there on the YouTube's. Look up Raider Roots. It's uh, it's a great show. Goes through the history of the Raiders and uh, and definitely support what he's doing over there. Appreciate you, Tom. All right, next up, let's go to our buddy Adam in San Diego, who needs to remind me he's already been made let me just say this on the front end I, adam i'm so sorry the get made sheet that i reference all the time i lost it at one point and i had to rekindle it and i missed a handful of names hopefully i'm fully caught up now after you so kindly reminded me that you're already a made man so congratulations once again what up guys it's adam from san diego and um i'm already a made man i don't know what you're talking about call it in more time Made man already here. I ain't got no tattoos. I because I'm a good Christian boy. Anywho, you know, it's Tuesday. And, um, Stark State, they rescheduled the game. You know, they didn't do that for us twice last year. They didn't do it for the Broncos when they didn't have no quarterback. But all of a sudden, you know, they want to do it for the stank brown underwear pants people. Oh my gosh, I'm surprised I didn't see no brown jersey, y'all. They turned in their incredible hope after that loss. But anywho, you know, go Raiders and Raider Nation. 
we I, I want to say something, some negative things about the play on the field, but you know what? I'm a Raider fan, and I'm just happy with the W. So, and I'll be happy with another one, and another one, and another one. Let's go. And I'll be happy in the playoffs. So, go Raiders. Raider Nation. Love it, man. Appreciate you, Adam, in San Diego. I uh, appreciate that call, my friend. And, uh, and yes, uh, c- congratulations once again for being made like 16 times. Um, next up, a new caller to the show. Not new to the chat room, though. We've seen his name in the chat room multiple times and uh, really want to appreciate him uh, calling in. And s- speaking of kind words about our show, man, y'all are just too freaking good to us. Uh, let's celebrate the first-time caller. Uh, that is Pineapple in the chat. Aloha, Raider Nation. This is Pineapple. I want to wish everybody a happy, uh, Merry Christmas, or as we say here in the island, Milikaliki Maka. Anyway, just thought I'd uh, drop in from the, the shadows and um, uh, participate in um, the program. Anyway, I'm, I'm about a few years older than Marsh, so whatever he expressed himself uh, resonates with me. Anyway, yeah, it meant a lot, it meant a lot to me. I was uh, bed bound for about uh, eight months, and every chance I had, I'd, I, I'd listen to Radio Friend Radio. Anyway, um, I'm a retired soldier. During my time, in service, I missed a lot of Raider news and, you know, Super Bowls. So you at Raider Fan Radio have, you know, put things together for me like a puzzle. Anyway, I want to wish everybody Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Bye. Oh, my gosh, man. Pineapple. Merry Christmas, Mela Kalikimaka. I uh, appreciate you so very, very much for reaching out and like the idea that that uh, we were with you during your recovery. Like I can't, I can't appreciate those words enough. And and thank you so much um, for being a, a retired soldier and, uh, and and what you did to to serve our country. We appreciate you so very, very much for that. And uh, man, those are the kind of like you know Ebony's email and like the phone call there from Pineapple. Man, that's the that's what makes us want to do this show. It's you guys, man. So thank you very, very much. You are too freaking kind. All right, next up, let's go to a good thing there's a Google voice limit for three minutes because this one goes on, but it's always good because it's 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 this is uh this is uh performance art. And we're gonna check in with our buddy, the northern most raider fan, the split personality of Kiljadis and Macho Raider Savage. Let's see. Presents for the family, my wife's very special present. Snowboarding gear, Raiders bathrobe, Raiders pajama pants, Raiders slippers, Raiders Christmas hat. Hmm. Hey, champ, do you have anything to add to this? Oh, no, I don't. I have everything right here. Wow, that is a large suitcase. Oh, yeah, it is. All filled with the bare essentials. Uh huh. Well, I have to say, that was some game yesterday, uh, on Monday. It was interesting. Hey, the Browns game showed how much heart we have to claw out a victory. Oh, please. What it showed us was that we almost got beat by a, by the bench of a team. I'm telling you, we cannot afford to make any more mistakes like that. 
Like, I'm glad we won. A win is a win. But it's still BS. Most like you're BS and being all negative. The world has NFL on their side. And that wasn't enough for them to win. They can make you too obvious for people then they're in cahoots. So loosen up your glutes and have the positive cahoots. <laughs> I can never be blindly positive like you unless we win the Super Bowl. Well, maybe in 2024, the Raiders will be on a three-peat for the Super Bowl in Vegas. <laughs> Big whoop-de-doo on that one. It's a win for the city of Vegas. I don't know what the heck he was talking about. Not for the It was not a win for the Raiders or for Raider Nation, unless we win it there. Even then, it'll be hard since Raider Nation's getting cold feet about our new stadium. They just need to create a culture of the Raiders within our new stadium. Bring some mold and some new treats back. Once that happens, we'll be a part how it was in Oakland. <laughs> Please, Oakland. Oakland was a dump and doesn't deserve the Raiders. I've already spoken about that. Ugh. By the way, happy anniversary to us last year. Oh, uh, yeah. We defended the RFR World Heavyweight title against Macho Silver around this time last year. Well, it did turn out he was a good, wholesome guy. I mean, he did help you win against uh, Google Voice in the WrestleMania. I remember that. But make no mistake, a macho man Richard Savage considers himself to be the representative of all rear fan wrestlers. Oh, by the way, you want some Jim? <laughs> no, thanks, Jeff. I'll go. Wait a minute. Are you? Are you? This thing is full of Slim Jim. Not just Slim Jim. Slim Jim scented soap, <laughs> shampoo, conditioner. Oh my gosh. Laundry detergent. How'd you get this thing? Don't be so dramatic. Bring on the Broncos and let's have Steve ride that donkey donkey once again. Ooh, yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Ugh. Merry Christmas. Oh, my gosh. Too funny, man. Appreciate you, Kill Jadis. Appreciate Macho Raider Savage. And, uh, yeah, if we, if, the, if we beat the donkeys, uh, Houston Raider Steve, you definitely got to uh, sing your song. Tyrone Graves says uh, about his wife, Ebony. <laughs> I was hesitate to read this. Oh my God, it's so funny though. You guys got to be in the chat room. If you don't good join us in the chat room, you're straight up missing out. He says she's always had some Raider in her, emotionally and physically. Congrats, baby. Raiders. Damn you, Tyrone. That's funny as shit. Ah, damn it. Okay, next up, and uh, Pineapple is also in there with a, with a $5 donation. We appreciate it. I know I'm blushing. Michelle says Murphy's blushing. I am. I'm like, <laughs> Funny man, oh lord. Okay, all right. So speaking, <laughs> speaking, and then Michelle's texting me. Until, you guys are killing me tonight. It's so funny. Look at my glasses are fogging up. Okay, next up. Speaking of the historian, he is uh, our good friend, Houston Raider Steve. Murph, Mark, Swag Jeff, Nation, Houston Raider Steve. Happy seventy-sixth uh, birthday to the snake. He'll be seventy-six. Um, on Christmas Day, the 25th, rest in peace, Snake. Derek Carr, 28 fourth quarter comebacks. He's tied for number 13 with Brett Favre at 28. He's ranked number 13 on the all-time list. The next Raider quarterback, Kerry Collins, is ranked number 28 with four, 21 fourth quarter comebacks. Number three, Daryl LaMonica, ranked number 44 with 18 fourth quarter comebacks. Next, Jim Plunkett, number 45 with 18 fourth quarter comebacks. Next, George Blandas, ranked number 49 with 17 fourth-quarter comebacks. Number 51 is Babe Perilli with 17 fourth-quarter comebacks. Next is Rich Gannon at ranked number 57 with 16 fourth-quarter comebacks. Next is Chase Schrader, ranked number 62 with 16 fourth-quarter comebacks. 
Break number 63, the snake, Ken Stabler, 14 fourth quarter comebacks. Steve Berline, 86, ranked, 13 fourth quarter comebacks. Jim Everett, break number 101 with 11 fourth quarter comebacks. Derek Carr just passed Eli Manning, who had 27 fourth quarter comebacks. And he also passed, at number when he went to number 27, he passed Joe Montana at 26 fourth quarter comebacks. The number one uh, quarterback with fourth quarter comebacks is Peyton Manning with 43 fourth quarter comebacks. So you can say whatever you want to with Derek Carr, but he's ranked the highest rater in fourth quarter comebacks at number 13 in NFL history. Great job, Derek. You've had all these diff- different coordinators and head coaches. Wonderful job. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everybody. Happy Kwanzaa. Goodbye. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> Goodbye. Happy Hanukkah. I appreciate you, Houston Raiders, Steve, so very, very much. Also, Erica S. and there's some Murphy's blushing. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I think I've done a lot of things on this show, but blushing might be the first one, and that was it. Thanks to Tyrone Graves. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Corey Burham, and there's says Murphy needs help. You aren't kidding. Murph, Swag, Jeff, and who's the third guy? Yeah, man, I need the other two men in the booth, man. This is You guys are out of control tonight. Too funny. All right, next up. So speaking of our friend Michelle, uh, so we've got two more to get to. we got Michelle and we got Rico. Let's check in with Michelle. So Michelle called, and then Michelle called back. And Michelle, who's become such a great friend of ours in, in real life here, she lives right down the road from us, uh, her and her, her husband Lamont and, and her amazing family. Uh, but, like, Michelle would only participate in the chat. Well, Michelle recently started calling, and her calls have been awesome. This is a back-to-back. Uh, we award a Sizzler Award to the best caller or emailer of the night, and uh, Michelle's already won it once, and I think she might be in the running for the second one. Okay, so I'm the ultimate optimist when it comes to Raider football. Like, I literally go into every single game certain that we're going to win. So going into the Browns game, like, I had no doubt that we were going to, like, dominate. And the minutes kind of started passing, and my hope kind of waned a little bit. But they did it. They freaking won that game. Like, they won. I honestly don't give a shit how it happened. We we won. We freaking won. Can we win Sunday? Absolutely we can. Let's they go. They've these wins out before. Like, we've seen it. But I think so. we got to be honest with ourselves. Like, they, they've showed us who they are up to this point. So you guys got to really, like, some of y'all have to lower your bar a little bit. Like, get that shit close to your ankles. <laughs> but holy, holy shit. We have some real bitches out there in race Like, uh, what kind of a weak need? gutless, whiny f***ing half-wit would rather have a better draft pick than a shot at the playoffs. Like, I get it. It's a slim shot. Like, I'm not deluding myself here, but if it means one more f***ing day of Raider football, count me in. Let's go! We're Raiders. You don't settle for the possibility of a good draft pick. Shit. Anyway, let's get this win Sunday. Merry Christmas. Go Raiders. So good. Here she calls back. Okay. Wow. Okay, so after a, just a little bit of contemplation and some self-reflection, I may have come off a little harsh um, on some of Raider Nation in that voicemail. So um, I had just seen some really ridiculous shit on Twitter, and that must have been my 13th reason. So I just wanted to say real quick, if you're gunning for a better draft pick, I'm not mad at you. I'm just really disappointed. And I still oh. Go Raiders. Nerd. I love it, man. That is so good, man. That is so, Michelle, you're the best. <laughs> I love it. She goes, I'm just really disappointed. 
the ultimate parent. Oh my gosh, that is so freaking funny, man, Michelle. That you are amazing, and don't apologize. I love the, I love fire, and so does the chat room. Yeah, Erica S in there says never back down, Michelle. Fiery Michelle is some of our favorite calls ever, man. So and, and keep them coming. That is so so good, and appreciate you so very very much. All right, next up, uh, okay. If I could turn down the lights in the fan cave here, I certainly would. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna bring it down. We're gonna we're gonna all. You know, get comfortable. If you got candles, light it. Some aromatherapy action. Get a, get your favorite frosty adult beverage. We're going to hear from a guy in the Canary Islands. He's the Italian-born, but most importantly, he is Raider-born Rico, and he's got a toast. So if you got a seriously though, if you got a drink, let's toast. Let's toast, Raider Nation. Hey guys, Raider-born Rico here. So just a quick message. I want to cheers to all of you, Raiders Fan Radio, Swaggy J, Uncle Marsh, Sonny, Domenico, the one and only Murph. I want to cheers to all the made men and women, to all the people in the chair. You are great. You are fantastic. And I wish you a Merry Christmas. So I'm having that shot with you. Salute. Cheers. Salute. Love you all. Having that shot with you. And I'm out. Damn, that was strong. <laughs> appreciate you, Raider Born Rico. And Merry Christmas to you, my friend. And uh, man, appreciate those kind words. And man, I'm telling you, we just got the best listeners and supporters of this show. Thank you so very, very much to everybody tonight. Uh, emails, Ebony, Fargo. Uh, we got Ben coming next week. Paul, Paul, Capo, of course, kicked off the voicemails. Dave in the 330, Adam in San Diego, Pineapple, Kiljadis, Houston Raiders, Steve, Michelle, and the unmatched Raider born Rico. So we award a Sizzler Award to the best emailer or phone caller of the night. Uh, when Uncle Mosh is here, he does it. When he's out, Swag does it. When they're out, I go to the chat room. Who do you guys think? I mean, if I had to put my thumb on a scale, I would say between Pineapple and Michelle. Like those were those are two of my favorite calls. Appreciate all of them, and they're all great. But um, those were ones that that stood out to me. So tell me what you think, Pineapple, Eric. Uh, yeah, wow, Michelle over Pineapple, 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 Pineapple. Yeah, absolutely. Looks like it's Pineapple early on. Give me one more Pineapple, and I think that we got to hit the button on that and, and congratulate him on winning. Yep, there it is. Uh, well, you know what? Best best idea ever. Shame on me. Raider born because we see I see it's going back and forth between Michelle and Pineapple. Raider born Rico comes up and says double bubble. Absolutely, Rico. That is a fantastic idea. Congratulations, Michelle and Pineapple both. We appreciate you and everything you do to support us here at Raiders Fan Radio. You have won this week's Sizzler Award. I am the Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today! From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Oh, ho, 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 ho. 
beat up Drew Locke a lot. Okay, here we go, Raider Nation. So appreciate you also very, very much tonight. Appreciate everybody in the chat room. Julian Cardenas says, Murphy, need to have Michelle on the show? We've had her, but she's always welcome, of course, here in the fan cave. And uh, anytime she wants to join us on Raiders Fan Radio, absolutely. Michelle is a great addition to this show and this community. Uh, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider is in there. Fargo Raider is in there. Uh, let's see, who else we got? We got Fom is in there. Lee B, Tyrone Graves, Raider Born Rico, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Kenny Blair is in there, Ozzy Raider Aaron, Devin is in there. Uh, who else we got? Uh, uh, Pineapple, of course, is in there. Uh, Erica is in there. We appreciate you all so very, very much for supporting this show. Uh, man, Merry freaking Christmas to all of you. Um, aside from my dopey joke at the beginning, remember the reason for the season, man. Like, let's all celebrate uh, what this whole thing is about and what this this time of year is about. Uh, extend someone some grace that you wouldn't have done to. Extend some love. Extend some kindness. You know what I mean? Like, uh, celebrate one another and, and celebrate something bigger than yourselves on this uh, on this Christmas holiday, man. We appreciate you and love you so very much for checking us out tonight. Also, don't forget on Christmas Day, uh, you get the Madden special, man, which is going to be really, really cool. Uh, they're going to go through and, and and on Fox, I think it's at 2 o'clock Eastern, and they're going to celebrate the life of John Madden. Uh, so definitely check that thing out. But man, thank you so what, for what you do to support Raiders Fan Radio. The amazing donations tonight, I can't remember them all, and I'm by myself, so I haven't been able to write them all down. Of course, Kill Jadis' $200 donation jumps out at me. But we appreciate you so very, very much. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider says, uh, Tarot's comment deserves a, 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 a sizzler consideration. Well, I already gave out the Sizzlers, but it's definitely a Foggy Glasses Award or a Blushy Face Award. Might have to have a new category. Uh, but anyways, man, take care of one another. Love on each other, man. We'll be back Wednesday. Next Wednesday, we'll have a full house. It'll be uh, uh, Swago and Uncle Mosh and myself. My son Tristan will be here because he's home from the Navy. Uh, man, so we're going to have some really fun time here on Wednesday. So definitely tap in with us then. Um, I just can't appreciate you guys enough, man. Everything that you do for us. Let's go freaking Raiders, man. Let's beat the hell out of these donks, man. Let's let's F and go. Almost dropped another F-bomb. That would have been number two tonight. It's time, man. It's time for us to reclaim our spot. Good night, YouTube. Love you guys. Merry Christmas.